Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on tap today over the next. Three hours of the program. Nigel Seeley in 45 minutes. Great analysis as always yesterday on the picks. Easy winner with Morocco, I thought. And uh, what he likes today in the World Cup and maybe even beyond some of the lower leagues. Brad Powers on the show in an hour. We're going to have to have him detail what he called was the worst beat of his entire life. And then that was on Friday. If you fast forward to Saturday afternoon of last week, he took one on the chin that was not maybe not as bad, but like top five, top ten all-time bad for him. Yes. Yes, and he's got a great portfolio going into championship Saturday. It too. pays to bet early, Paulie. That's right. You know it. How about this? Former U.S. men's national team goalkeeper Tony Miola on the program in two hours. Big one tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Stoke. Juicy. Yep. Juicy. And uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Chuck Edel in two and a half hours. He'll give out uh, totals. Not a lot to work with in college this week. Huh? Will he go the NFL route? We'll find out coming up at that time. Well, last night, uh, as we hinted plenty on the show yesterday... At some point, it was going to be worth jumping in on uh, with the Bills because that number got just a little bit too low. And when it was at three and a half, that was, uh, you know, if he did so, good for you because the market was bullish on the Patriots for that game last night. And they were listless on offense yet again. It was ugly. I turned the channel a couple of times. I was bored uh, when they had Mm. the ball. I wanted to go back and see what the Bills were going to do on offense. But they, other than the Jones touchdown, 
And he was off the board, obviously, in most spots to be the first touchdown scorer. What did they really do last night on offense? They have weapons. That's why this is frustrating. And I put a lot of it on Belichick and most of it on Patricia. It's uh, because you have Aguilar, Bourne, Stevenson, Parker, Myers, Henry, Thornton, and then the building is up for grabs when the guy who hasn't been on, on the field for an offensive snap the whole year catches a 50-yard touchdown as high as 150-1 to one for the first touchdown of the game. They take the lead, and they're not heard from the rest of the way. Belichick hijacked this season oh, he really with this did. Patricia business. Yep. And you never want to be prisoner of the moment, but we knew they were in trouble in the summer with all the reports. Mac doesn't look good. Who's calling the plays? Judge Patricia. This could be a disaster. They open the season. They score seven points against Miami. It begs the question, how bad is the Minnesota defense? Well, that was after my... After what happened uh, last week, but they cannot move the ball. The scheme's terrible. And then the, 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 last, the last drive is just sad. I mean, they're down 17. Buffalo's giving it to them. They get the sack. They can't even punch it in. They kick the field goal. They don't get the onside. Belichick's like, let's go home. and don't even take the timeouts. Ten yep. lousy points and essentially a must win. Ten points. Yep. That, that was my biggest takeaway from last night uh, because the Patriots have been like that for the most part all year long. The Bills looked good. They had, uh, you know, do you want to call that a dominating performance? Okay. Uh, it's not like they had 500 yards of offense on their own. They had in the 350s in the game. But Allen, I mean, with that touchdown pass, looked great. Everybody's talking about that today. Why would they not be? Diggs uh, is unguardable, and he is matchup proof. So that dude is awesome. I don't want to completely say the Bills are completely back because of the competition last night, but my biggest takeaway is what you said a minute ago. What does that mean for the Vikings' defense? Yeah. If the Patriots went to Minnesota on Thanksgiving and lit them up, like July 4th, and the uh, the Vikings are trending that way now for the last three games, um, it's really a bad sign. Well, Mike White, again, looked good last week. But if Mike White, White is going up and down, if that's a shootout on Sunday, tally that one away as another horrible sign for the Vikings moving forward. But also, why that game moved on the total right away on Monday. It went from like 41.5 or 42 to 45. Yeah. So there's a three-point move on that total, which makes a lot of sense what you saw last night. Can you throw the ball downfield at e- all? Evidently not. I mean, you have you brought in Parker. You, you have guys you can stretch the field. They don't do it. What, Henry had two catches? It's baffling what they're doing with the scheme. The other thing is they're still 6-6, six and six, though. I mean, they, they play the Cardinals on Monday night, then they come out here and play the Raiders. So 8-6, and six, that's doable. They can. My God, that'd be a tough beat if they go over their win total because uh, they closed the season with Cincinnati, Miami, and Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, unlike, unlikely. But still, it goes back to a couple plays here and a couple of plays there, and it'd be, it'd be a playoff team. I mean, they, the, the horrible loss Monday night at home to Chicago. But um, it's, I just cannot believe this whole Patricia thing and how bad the offense has looked and how uh, Jones has regressed. You know, the other thing, too, Zappi lit it up when he was in there as well. I mean, to, to what he did well, against Cleveland on the road, kid threw for 300 yards, and whoa. say what you want about the Browns' defense, but this has just been an issue the entire year. They haven't fixed Belichick. No adjustments. It's December yeah. with the offense. Why, why do you think Belichick was so stubborn going into the season with this guy, pencil behind my ear as my offensive coordinator, when he doesn't he's – he's a defensive guy. I don't know. I can't answer. I, it I doesn't make any sense. Because Belichick will never say anything to anybody. So you're never going to get a good answer. You're never going to get a good soundbite. And if he, if, uh, if he does, it's going to be kind of you know a bunch of BS, and he's not going to be saying much anyway. But that, that it never made sense from the get-go. And again, that, that Vikings, for this offense, that Vikings game was the outlier. But again, a horrible sign for that team. 
Uh, I just, will a Bills game mean anything in week 18? I say yes, because the, that could come down to the one seed. That's a good point. It depends what happens Sunday. I think if Kansas City beats Cincinnati, then, then Buffalo's not going to be able to catch them. Because Kansas City still doesn't play Denver and they play the Raiders. Yeah. I don't think Kansas City will lose them. Uh, Buffalo has a tiebreaker, but then you know Buffalo still has the Jets in Miami, and the, the Buffalo also goes to Cincinnati later in the that's season. Right. But that that's also intriguing, a good angle if Buffalo would sit people as well. Buffalo has played seven straight unders on the road, and the other thing is how about Folk now? What 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 was that all about? Fooled Michaels? Bass hit it. Bass would have been good from sixty five in the same direction, and that's a forty eight yarder. Yeah, hits a crossbar. He was yeah. short against the Jets too yeah. in that game. Michaels just assumed it was going to be good. Yeah. The uprights, and it's good. Up, oh, cross, bark. No, yeah. okay, sorry. So, well, pay attention now moving forward because now guys are chirping. Now guys are unhappy. Now they're starting to go public, and it's not the Patriot way. But here's Bourne after the game complaining about the scheme and the short passes, and we're not attacking the defense. We got to get the ball downfield, so I think Mac needs more time. Um, he's obviously running around, so it's hard to get the ball downfield when you can't really have time for him to throw. No knock to the line. It's just what we need to work on. The receivers can't do nothing if the ball can't get downfield. If we can't throw it past five yards, it's just going to be a long game. And uh, shout out to the Bills. They did a great job, you know, controlling the clock, keeping us off the field, keeping us kind of cold and, like, stagnant. It was a great game plan they had. And um, we just got to be able to get the ball downfield. Like you're saying, we have plays, but we can't get to them. We're calling them, but they're just not working. So it looks we're throwing fire routes, and that's what we catch it, so it looks one way. But hopefully we can get more, Mac more time so that he can make the plays. Yeah, newsflash, Bourne's cut today. Yeah, thanks to Nesson. Well, the offensive line has been horrendous, too. But, uh, uh, boy, was that bad. He also added this. He said yeah. we need to scheme up better. Yeah, right. We need to know what they're doing. We need to know what they want to do on third down. They call this, we call that. It falls right into what they want to do. There's no Von Miller. We got to take advantage of that. No Micah Hyde. They're more soft in what they're doing, so they're more conservative. We got to take advantage and not just have five yard throws. We need to be able to uh, attack and put pressure on the defense. He's exactly spot on. The mm-hmm. dinking and the dunking. Mm-hmm. Uh, bizarre last night again. Yep. Yep. On the flip side, I mean, I you have to like what you watch out of Allen and the Bills' offense. You're right. I mean, no Gabe Davis again. You called that, but uh, to be nine and three and now back in first place. You beat the Jets, as we talked about yesterday. You beat the Jets and Dolphins at home. You're going to win the division, and certainly, I would say, worst case, then the two seed. Uh, the schedule's uh, manageable after that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go to Cincinnati on that Monday night game and beat them. I would say that's something to watch out for as well. Uh, this is why what, the, the Lions game on Thanksgiving, they couldn't get the ground game going, which was perplexing, and they never really even tried. But last night, I thought Cook looked really good again. Singletary, I had him, I don't know how he stayed under 52 and a half, but he did. I'm not going to complain. I'll take that as a winner with the player prop. I thought for sure in the second half he was going to go over. But you saw how many carries both of those two players got last night. And they did this a year ago, taking all of the pressure and not making Josh Allen do all the heavy lifting. They were running the ball. And Singletary popped last year big time down the stretch. And now they have this combination of Singletary and Cook. That's something to watch now that we're into December and then playing regular season games in January. They're going, to, they're going to take some of that uh, load off of uh, off of Allen. And they're going to keep running the football if they can. And so last night, his player props, uh, the, the passing attempts was 38 and a half. That never got there. Never really sniffed that. 223 passing yards, that was it. And he only ran the ball for 20 yards. Yep. Yep. 
Just uh, you don't expect this kind of stuff out of a Belichick coach team. The debacle on Thanksgiving, the special teams touchdown, the running oh, into the kicker. The, uh, how about the first drive last night? Third and inches, you fumble? You don't know there's miscommunication between Jones and Stevenson? It's December again. Yeah, come on. How many teams are willing to do the quarterback sneak? Yeah, just third and inches. Just sneak the damn ball. That's all you have to do. Especially, watch the Eagles play and shove the guy forward. I mean, it's just... Should, should oh. Matt Jones go back to, like, eating pizza and donuts? And uh, I don't know what his diet regimen is, but... Yeah, I know, but should, change should, his whole body? Should he put 14 uh, pounds on and just be a little flabby again and not be so cut? Because he uh, played really well last uh, year. I know. Well, you nailed it. I mean, he's not getting coached up. I mean, this, why, why yeah. did you think this was going to work? I mean, he's a defensive guy. Oh, you're going to call the place. Okay. Yep. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the World Cup in full swing. Now is the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log in to Bet Rivers every single day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bucks. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. To get in and all the action, it's a whole new game. How many ways do they have to bet these matches? 800. Like 800 or 850 800. different ways to bet them? Yes. It's incredible. Uh, and yesterday's action again. Delivered. Yep. Back-to-back days. Now, basically, it's been the entire tournament uh-huh. where it's just been gold for the World Cup. And who said it could not get any better? P- Paulie, I'll say this. Pure brilliance by Spain yesterday. Or was it? Do you need to be careful what you wish for here and how that played out? We'll run down... What happened yesterday? Big numbers that cashed, the scenarios that came in. Coming up next here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Win some, lose some, presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rum, blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Delivered again, the World Cup, halftime, full-time, Spain, Japan, 60-1. to Japan down at halftime. And they get two in the second half. They were plus 730 to beat Spain. And the team total over a goal and a half, plus 460. It doesn't end there. They were as high as 10 to 1 to win the group. Oh, another crazy story with the World Cup. Hash all of it right there. Wild. With that going on, what happened? Well, I mean, Paul, they beat Spain and they beat Germany. Yeah. Okay, and they lost their other match. How about Costa Rica lost 7-0 to start? They were in position to win the group. Could have qualified. It could have yeah. won, won the group. They had the lead in the second half against Germany before it went sideways. My God. Croatia, Belgium, 0-0, plus 850. Belgium just waited too long. They scored one goal in the tournament. Oh, How about that? Yep. Lukaku went off, off the post. and I mean, they just waited too long. And Croatia sat back, and it was too late. Uh, Croatia, Belgium, halftime, full-time, tie, tie, four to one. Belgium, not to advance, as high as five to one. Both teams under their team total, a half, plus 220. Canada, own goal. Here we go, finally happened. Canada, own goal, nine to one. Morocco to win the group. Nigel had it, 11 to one. It was 12 to one down the street here. Costa Rica, own goal, eight to one. Germany not to advance, five to one. When Mueller called it a uh, catastrophe, mm-hmm. I mean that again they can't qualify. My God, Bills to win between thirteen and eighteen points at Bet Rivers, six to one. Marcus Jones to score the first touchdown, hundred and fifty to one. His first offensive snap of the season, touchdown. Now, how many books did you see that available at? Bet MGM, and there was another one I can't recall, but uh, okay. fair. Well, you have to put him up there, though, because he returned kicks. Yeah. He had the punt return against the Jets. I asked Chris Bennett, who uh, runs the NFL props and the NFL numbers here at Circa, I said, did you offer Jones? And he will list every player that's active the morning of a game. He said he didn't because he was questionable. Otherwise, he would have had him on the board. Yeah. okay. Bills seven unders in a row on the road. Subscribe, be part of the team, VEASAN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. Send these in. We'll put you on television. Great to meet our friend from Australia the other day as well. Look at the Tibetan Mastiff. What is he, 300 pounds? Oh, my God. He towers over the human. He's up on a table? Uh, Dustin's right. It's a lot of fur. But, man, he's a... Look at the size of that guy. Holy cow. Oh, how, how tall is it when it stands on like on its hind legs? Good point. Is it eight feet tall? 
He's bigger than the human, oh, Dustin. easily. He might be, four, uh, he's got to be four bills, this kid. Wow. Majestic creature, Tibetan master. How do you handle that? How big of a house do you have I, to have? Clean it up. After. I got a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, I'm bringing S- oh, Scrappy yeah. home with me. Where does he sleep? I know he's got his own bed. <laughs> he's got his own kid. couch. Yeah, sure. That's sure he does. Absolutely. Let's go to the Copper Keg. Our buddy Chris Lee checking in. St. Rose and Eastern. Little inside baseball. But again, they have a big player that plays there, and you can play ten dollar denomination. She hit another Royale with cheese her, huh? for forty thousand. I'm, I'm horrible going on three years getting dealt four to the Royal. She pops it again. Dealt four to the Royal gets the 10. There's 40,000. There Not messing go. around. She's very good with the 10% too. Think about that. A lot of people from around the country come out and they would scoff, right? Oh, you're a bartender? You know how much money bartenders make out here? With it? I mean, think about that. Oh, there's a $4,000 tip. The right person hits on your shift. All you need is one in an eight-hour shift. That's right. You know, much, you know how much servers make out here at restaurants? When my wife worked at yeah. Bizarre Meat, Jose Andreas at uh, Sahara, the servers were driving around Maseratis. Unbelievable. I mean, not that they're, that's not a Royals Royce we're talking about, but uh, that'll they tell can. you. I mean, they're making, you know, easy, like two, 175, two, 250 a year. Let's see some houses. House porn. Love it on Twitter. Very good. Let's see what we got here today. Now, there you go. Bizarre Meat. Look at that. That's like the Iron Man, Tony Stark. Kind of a mini uh, Tony Stark house. Look at the levels. Why is he getting dropped off by a yellow cap? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that what that is? I don't know. I like, like no. a little, maybe it could be dark. But that, that's a great setup, too. And then uh, Dream Home, the other one. There you go. Look at that waterfall. That's, that's cascading down. That's what it's all about there, right? That is beautiful. Coming from the top rope right there. Coming. And then the... With like the rocky top yeah. up. Uh, above. That's good. You know, it doesn't have to be obnoxious. That's good enough with the pool, right? Not bad. No, that's not over the top. No, it's it's great. I like the, the trees up top, the shrubbery, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, a couple lose some. The Patriots from five and a half down to three and a half. Not even close. And one lose some here. How about this story? You know, David Purdom, ESPN's been all over this. Betting on the UFC banned in Ontario over integrity concerns. Possible betting by UFC insiders and reported suspicious betting patterns on matches led to the decision to prohibit operators from offering betting on the UFC. It goes back to that uh, the shenanigans and the controversy a couple weeks ago with the corner man, the guy who's got like a betting podcast and whatever, and, and the guy just shows up, he was injured, compromised, one leg kick, that's it, he's done. Okay, did you read any of like the uh, replies on, on Twitter? Because people who are into MMA, people who are not verified, they have a lot of followers. They know what they're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, they claim they've been saying this for years, and it's much deeper than just that one coach. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Absolutely unfortunate. Bad beats. Patriots team total over nine and a half in the first half. Folk short from 48. Give me a break. Right? And the New Jersey Devils. Oh, it's a rough one. Yes. They've been, they were 16-0 and 0 this year when leading after two periods. Nashville scored with nine seconds left. Our and buddy, one and our buddy Joe Osborne tweeted about yeah. that. I think he had him in, to win in regulation. Yep. Uh, yes. Win some, lose some, presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly. There you go. Wanted to expand here uh, a little bit more on the Patriots offense. This is a good tweet from Aaron Schatz, who runs Football Outsiders with the DVOA metrics, if you're unaware. And he's in the Boston area. He tweeted last night after the game, and he keeps track of all these historical numbers. He said, this is probably the worst Patriots offense since 1993. That's Bledsoe's rookie year. By DVOA, their metrics, 
They are slightly oh. above the 1995 team, but I assume they'll be lower than 1995 after last night's disaster, he called it. And he said, I mean, it's really, really bad. Again, they have players. They have guys who can move the chains. And it, the, 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 to me, it's all scheme and not and how Mac Jones has regressed big time and how they miss McDaniels, which I know he's a bad coach, but he certainly uh, do what he's doing off uh, or it's just that Patricia has no idea what he's doing as well, which is was possible. I mean, this cannot happen. Cannot happen. Yep. The, kid, get, the kid was going to win Rookie of the Year last year until Chase came on. I'll give you another one, too. If you go back to the pandemic year in 2020, that was the Cam Newton season. They were, well, that was bad. I, I would say, equally awful that year. Couldn't throw the ball. Could not throw the ball whatsoever. Also, like Brady's last year, but Brady looked like he was shot then. That offense was nothing to write home about. Oh, he didn't have any weapons. That was but all, this again, they can't draft a wide receiver to save their life. No, not That's at another all. thing. No, no, but they gave, again, they have, I believe this is true, I think they have the most expensive room when it comes to wide receivers slash tight ends in the entire league. So it's how they're allocating their money. Uh, they go double tight end approach in free agency a couple of years ago, John U. Smith. And yep. Hunter. How can that not work? I don't how, know. How do you not get Henry and Smith? You have two of those guys. Remember the creativity with Hernandez and Gronk? I mean, they had Hernandez in the backfield. That's why I made... What they were doing. That's why it kind of made some sense when they yeah. made the signings that one year. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter who they're bringing in. Man, it's, it's really, really bad. That, that's why, again, the Vikings... I hope the Vikings keep winning shootouts like 35-31 on Sunday, first of all, to keep betting their overs, but also I, I, what, what, what's going to happen when they make the playoffs that first round? I want the Vikings to keep winning and looking good, like, like I well, said, their offense. And they then, might play Seattle in the first game. How fun would that be? The payoff your teaser. Oh, you, that would be, yeah. Are you talking about, uh, be careful, Morocco? I am talking about Spain. Mor- yes. It all looked great, Everyone's right? saying Spain with genius, right? Here, here's Mar- what happened. I'll tell you, Morocco's going to be a tough out. Think about this. With the loss, Spain now avoids Brazil until the final, in theory. They face Morocco instead of Croatia, which, in theory, again, sounds really, really good. Yeah. And they knock Germany out of the tournament. Uh, Morocco, so far? Very good. They, I think Nigel said last week, they're the best team from that uh, country, from that continent. What a call. I, I missed that. He gave. I, I mean, he had eleven to one to win the group. Yep. Damn. Yep. I fell asleep. Ah, oh, incredible. Great story. So many great stories. The Japan thing. What happened here? Yep. We could be a, get another surprise uh, coming up today. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Cyber yep. Monday's been extended. Sign up today. Become a Veasan Pro subscriber. Daily recap of the plays. Every host. Every guest. Betting splits. See where the money and bets are moving. Every game. Deep dive. Betting reports. Upcoming college bowl guide. You get thirty dollar credit to the Veasan store. Hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear. Sign up now. Great holiday gift. Beeson.com slash subscribe. Nigel's going to join us coming up in 20 minutes from right now with his breakdown for today's matches and maybe throw a couple of lower league games and bets that he likes at you as well. We'll get a little bit more into that Minnesota Jets game coming up next. We'll document, again, we have talked about the Minnesota defense so far, going against the Patriots offense last week, what that could mean. But also, when you look at the Jets offense and compare them to similarly bad defenses like the Vikings, They have been pretty impressive so far on the season. We'll give you the numbers coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Drew. 
DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games. Blackjack, roulette, slots, live dealer table games. Some huge wins, as always. A player bet $5 and won $195,000 on Divine Fortune. Another player bet $1 and won $141,000. A different big winner bet $20 and won $100,000 on Locket Link Nightlife. Sure, download the DraftKings Casino app today. Got to be 21. Casino.draftkings.com for details, but you have your choice of either deposit bonus up to $2,000 or $50 in free credits when you deposit $25 signing up. Use code VEASAN. VEASAN to claim this offer and download the app today. More NFL here. Vikings-Jets coming up. Big game on Sunday. When you look at the Vikings defense overall, on the season, has it been great anyway? And when you break it down, I went weeks one through nine and then compared them to the last three weeks. And weeks one through nine contain teams like the Packers, Eagles, Lions, Saints, Dolphins, and others. They were 13th overall on defense in total EPA per play allowed. That's expected points added per play. They were 10th against the pass, 30th against the explosive pass on uh, against the rush. They were much better, but they were still, you know, not great against the play success rate and drive success rate. They were actually dead last points per game. They were 11th. If you go and break it down over the last three weeks, Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, it falls off a cliff. They're 22nd total EPA per play, 27th against the pass, 32nd Paulie dead last in explosive pass percentage allowed. Still pretty decent against the run overall, but the pressure rate has dropped to 28th overall. Points per game, 32nd. Play success rate percentage, 32nd. And drive success, 21st overall. So I did a cross-section of uh, Jets opponents on defense to compare it to the Vikings. I took games against the Browns, Steelers, Dolphins, Packers, and Bears. They're kind of in the same category as the Vikings defense. Where does this Jets offense rank? Total EPA per play against those defenses. Third in the league. Pass EPA per play. Fourth. Explosive pass percentage. Ninth. Rushing EPA per play, fourth overall. Explosive rush percentage, sixth. Points per game, they're third. So the Jets' offense has done a lot of damage against similarly bad defenses as the one they're seeing coming up on Sunday. And you, this is very intriguing because Minnesota, their next two opponents have a significant rest advantage with uh, the Thursday night scenario. So uh, does Mike White get found out, or does he continue to play well? He's had some uh, two good performances going back now. Uh, and if you win this game, you're definitely thinking playoffs if you're the Jets. But with Minnesota, it started in that Arizona game, too. They were bad defensively in that home win. Uh, but Murray had some turnovers late, uh, and they were fortunate to win that game. But uh, the defensive numbers are hideous, no doubt about it. But so certainly here, it's a lot of respect. Well, no respect for the Vikings that it's only three at That's home. Right. But uh, I like Minnesota in this game. But uh, Chernoff's right about the total. And there should be plenty of points in this one. But I am. there's one thing that concerns me, and you have to be losing your mind if you're a Jet fan. If White struggles, don't do it. Do not go back to Wilson. I cannot believe the comments about, you know, he might have a chance and he apologized and, and we'll see what we You cannot go back to this guy. I mean, I am convinced he loses the locker room if he does this. I don't care that he apologized four days too late, whatever it may be. You, you are a playoff team with Mike White. That's how bad Zach Wilson is, and I don't know how good I don't know how good Mike White is. It just speaks to how bad Wilson is. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this, and there is like a sub one percent chance I would have said this in August, 
I'd rather go back to Flacco than Wilson. Okay. I don't have a problem with that either. That's fine. You know, but it's also a huge game too because you go back and look at this since the early 90s. You 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 go 8 and 4, you're 8 and 4, you're 82% to make the playoffs. You're 7 and 5. Yeah. You're seven and five. It drops down to fifty-five percent. Huge difference. There. That's the same thing in this giant Washington game coming up. So. I, I'm with you though on the number overall. First of all, the, yes, the total has crept up two and a half points. I still think it might go over, um, or I still think maybe making a bet at over forty-four and a half is not a bad idea, even though it's moved a little bit. You're not getting the best number. I understand that, but also the Vikings are laying three. They were they opened three. They were like that for most of the week last week, and it fell to two and a half. Against the Patriots? Yeah. And the um, Patriots are closing at much higher numbers against the Jets? Oh, everyone thinks they're Fugazi. I mean, no one no one believes in this team, yeah. right? Just finding ways to win and down 10 right, against yeah. Washington, getting it done. No respect in the market for this team. What do you want to do with this Eagles number as they take on the Titans? When you look overall at the numbers, again, uh, offensively, rushing the Eagles on certain metrics are the best team in the league. Defensively, certain metrics, the Titans are the best team against the run. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised at the Tennessee money here, because it's really low now. Now it's down to four and a half. Uh, they're still 29th in offense. They're 29th in passing attack. You got A.J. Brown going against his former team. Uh, he should be over the flu now after what happened in the uh, the Sunday night game. A lot of people concerned, and rightfully so, about what happened uh, with the run defense. But they're 73% in the red zone on touchdowns, number one in the league. And I think the Eagles win again. I'm not going to picking against them now. I think the, the only loss coming will be when they go to Dallas, because it's their third straight road game. And I think Dallas will get them there. So, huge opportunity for Tennessee, but I think they'll do enough to contain Henry, and Tannehill won't make plays, and I'll take the Eagles at home. Yeah, this game right now feels a little bit like last night's game. I can understand some money coming in on the Titans or the number moving a little bit, but this was like six and a half on the look ahead. Now it's down to four and a half? Yeah. I don't know. If, no, uh, 16 points last week at home? I yeah, just, I'm not I can't so sure about that. This, I can't get there with this offense. And Brable's a great coach, but uh, I, I think Sirianni's going to... Get this fixed, and I know we saw Davis, who's lost 20 pounds since he's been out, but you get to shore up the defense and, and contain Henry and say, good luck, Daniel, good luck beating us. Yep. And uh, I think this, it's always good where you can scream at your team coming off a win, and Sirianni can do that after what happened against Green Bay. So, you know, much like the Vikings, people put, ripping up, it's hard to win in this league, right? So full marks to the Eagles, and I, I think they're going 14-3 or 15-2. and two. Yep. Are you chasing steam this week, or did you with the 49ers? You're going to go against it. I've changed my mind on this game. Why is that? I like Miami. Okay, do tell. Because of what Kansas City was able to do and what Mahomes did. I think they'll move the ball on them. Now, this whole second half thing's incredible. The last time we saw a team go uh, five games in a row shutting someone out was the Giants in the late 30s. So to put that in perspective, what the 49ers are going to do. I think they'll McDaniel will be able to protect Tua, and they'll have success throwing the ball on them. And I don't. it all comes down to... Good Jimmy or bad Jimmy? Come on, that was pathetic last week. 13 points at home against the Saints? Agreed. Couldn't put them away? We know the defense is nasty. But we also know Mahomes uh, made them look like a high school team in that one game. And there were injuries uh, as well. You know, maybe the travel could get them too. But I'm by, I've, I'm a believer in Miami. I've come around on Tua. Again, they're 8-0 when he plays. And you never know what Garoppolo you're going to get. Certainly the question marks about the Miami defense. Oh, that's there. No doubt about it. Maybe they just punch him in the mouth and Miami doesn't respond. But I, I, I would, I'm I, taking the points here with the Dolphins. Yeah, overall on defense, I'm looking at the numbers right now for Miami. It's not great. Yeah, I want to point out, too, as I did earlier in the week, who, who the 49ers beat? Was it two teams with a winning record? 
Look at look at the resume on the 49ers if you Seah- want to play Seahawks that. would be the one team with a winning record. Yeah. yeah. That was okay. That was good. They shut them down week two, right? Yeah. That was also, I mean, Seattle, I don't think was really the Seattle team that we saw, I think, a little bit. Well, they did beat the Lions in week three, but. Look at it. I mean, how bad is the Denver loss look now? You beat the Chargers at home, and that was a, that was a tight affair. They also they blew that Denver game over and over and over. Yeah, they again. did. Jimmy, that was Jimmy's first start. And he was rusty. He had to stay away from practice all year. I understand, but it's, it's the offense. Come on, I mean, look at the, look at all the toys that they have. They should not be struggling to score points. Here. No, and if you're going to compare any other team that they've played so far to this Dolphins offense, the one that you brought up, I think would be the right one. Right? It would be the Chiefs. I can't compare the Chargers. They have too many injuries. Right. And uh, this this Miami machine has been. Humming along like a thing of beauty now, whenever two a place. Yeah. I think a, a, you could just pencil him in for 270 and two scores, the rate he's going at. And yeah, he was great in Mexico City. But then again, 13 nothing, and you can't put the Saints away. So I went to Atlanta and got beat. Yeah. I know plenty of injuries there too, but you, you have McCaffrey, you have Debo, you have these weapons, you have to do better offensively. So a lot of people, betters, media, Fans, they wondered how the hell is Tua actually going to work specifically in a Mike McDaniel system? Well, Kyle Shanahan actually doubted it as well. You know, the, the question was watching Tua in the offense, and you were, I wasn't totally sure of that. And I remember turning it on the preseason and watching his first game, and I was like, wow, this guy looks totally different and looks very comfortable. And then turned it on week one, and um, I thought he was playing in week one as good as anyone in this league. And um, I don't think he's had a game not like that. See? He called it surprising. Yeah. Wasn't sure how it was going to work. Yep. And certainly he can rip the uh, staff last year in Miami. It's fair. I know Flores won games. But, I mean, the guy's got his, the guy's sitting there. Do I suck? He's asking himself, how bad am I? And the scheme and a great job by McDaniel. Well, they were winning games because of, like, defense. Oh, yeah. Special teams. Everything was low scoring, um, right? Imagine that he figured schedule. out with Tua. Yeah. He's your pro tip of the hour. Yep. Factor personal. Oh, here we go. This is a Dustin special. Factor personal yes. revenge storylines into your handicap on sides, totals, and props like A.J. Brown facing his former team this week. There you go. Didn't want the me. revenge game. Yeah. I like it. You can search every pro tip available at vcin.com for vcin pro subscribers. You can sort them by sport and by show. So that means Dustin's going to absolutely be all, even with the pop blood blood vessel, he lost a bunch of weight. He should be okay now. Okay. Uh, Nigel Seeley joins the program coming up next. And we'll ask him about a match that he uh, claims has political undertones. He's going to call it a spicy affair. Because of it, he's expecting goals. You heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. 
All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get up there today, Bet Rivers, two more groups to go. Perfect time to check it out. Log in every single day. Get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Here we go. The great Nigel Seeley joins the program now, soccer expert, friend of the show, uh, going back to Qatar for the World Cup soon, actually, in his travels. He'll be at the England game coming up this weekend. How are you, mate? Very well. A lot better after yesterday than I've been before. Yeah, good day yesterday. Very good. How are not, you guys? Not, very well. Nice job by call, your, your call in Morocco to win the group. You said that they've been, the. I mean, they've been outstanding so far, no doubt. And we said this earlier, if you're Spain, I think you kind of need to be careful what you wish for. Morocco's not going to be an easy... Easy match for them. No, but it's no easy matches now. We're into the last 16 of the World Cup. You're going to run into teams. And I think you've seen from this World Cup already the performance of the USA, Morocco, uh, Australia, uh, Japan. You know, they're, 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 the gap between the top and the, and, and the, and the bottom of the world rankings is, is, is growing even smaller and smaller. I think that's also a case of a mid-season World Cup that um, strange things are going to happen. And we, I think there's going to be more strange results. I can see a couple other big nations bowing out in the last 16. And I think this World Cup is open. It's there for anybody. They're going to have an opportunity to go deep in this competition. And I don't think you can say that on many years before. But uh, Morocco still haven't conceded a goal in these. Oh, they, they did just say, sorry, they did concede a goal yesterday. But uh, going forward, look very, very strong. Defensively, very, very strong. And, uh, you know, the heat may may suit them as well. And they're going to be well supported. I mean, Morocco have got a big amount of support out there as well. I'd say there's more Moroccans than uh, Spanish, what I saw. So, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's it's there for the taking this World Cup. Anybody can win it, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. So uh, Brazil and Portugal already through. They figured to win the, the, the groups today. Uh, how about Serbia and Switzerland? I mean, this is going to be a fiery affair. You, you to Tell us about the history and what happened with the last meeting, and uh, you have two plays on this match, two recommendations. Take it away, please. Yeah, politically, there's not there's a, there's a, 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 not lo- much love lost between these two sides in the in the war with Kosovo uh, in this Serbia side. A lot of Swiss players uh, have have been quite vocal in their 
their sort of uh, anti-Serbian sort of political stance. So this is a huge, huge match uh, for a political standpoint and also from a football standpoint. The history here as well is that Switzerland beat Serbia in the last World Cup and they were given a debatable penalty in the 90th minute and the manager called for the Serbian manager called for FIFA to investigate and all kinds of scandals. And he said it was all political against them and all this kind of stuff. And the Serbians need to win. And the one thing about Serbia is they're a very, very physical uh, unit. They're a very, very powerful nation and a very, very proud nation. And this game here has the potential to really, really be a good game. I mean, I think the last two matches, the last two nights, evenings football matches, have been some of the most exciting football i've seen for years this yeah. the permutations of what was happening last night there was each at one stage there was four different people qualifying from a group of four that is unheard of in world cup competitions it's really exciting and today's matches could offer the same kind of twists and turns and excitement as we've seen but going back to this play here i i've i've sort of hyped on about it a little bit about the bookings and the intensity of going up a level now because there's so much to play for when you add into the the political aside of this one these two nations there's no love lost between the two of them and the players themselves uh, they're, they're, they're big enemies so um it may not be known to many betters that kind of stuff but i think here this is this is a potential to really 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 be a very fiery affair and i think that you want to look at it in the second half as well a lot of these games in the first half not nothing really much happens but in the second half well they, they, it goes crazy um, I saw over five and a half bookings of cards in this game at plus 132 with Bet Rivers. I really do like that. Over four and a half bookings as well. Cards is minus 148. I think that's the angle you want to play here. Lots of cards. I do expect goals as well. I think the Serbians showed in their last game against Cameroon going forward offensively, they're very, very good. Scored three good goals. Should have won that game. But defensively, they were a liability against the, the, the Cameroonian side. The fact is here for Switzerland, they don't need to go all out to get the win. You know, that they, they could probably be okay with a draw, but they will be okay with a draw. And they're quite defensive by nature. But I think that what we want here is we want Serbia to go 1-0 up. If Serbia go 1-0 up, then we have a game of football. Uh, I think the Swiss will try to defend and try to frustrate, and that will bring the bookings in. Um, so there's a lot of history between these two nations, on the pitch and off the pitch. A massive game that both of them can qualify for the knockout stage of the World Cup. So add that all together, then you've got a firecracker of a of a football match here. And I think uh, bookings are the way to go. Cards over cards. Very good. Uh, could we see the same thing with Cameroon and Uruguay? Uh, Cameroon v. It's Cameroon v. Um, it's the game that we also talking about is Uruguay against Ghana. Ghana, sorry. Cameroon Ghana. Play, yeah, yeah Ghana, uh, Uruguay, the, Cam, the, the Cameroonians play the Brazilians. Uh, the, the Ghana game is definitely another one that's got the potential to go because the history, uh, last World Cup, it was the quarterfinal. I've not the last, last World Cup, I think the World Cup before. It was the quarterfinals, and obviously uh, Luis Suarez did a deliberate handball, gave the penalty to the Ghanaians. They had the opportunity to to score and put an African club, African nation into the semifinals of the World Cup. He missed the penalty, and there was wild celebrations, and uh, that has not been forgotten by Ghana some years on. Luis Suarez goes up against them today. Uh, that could be a, another fiery one. The the overbookings there are four and a half. I think that is a great play. Again, it's a must-win match for both nations. They've got to go and get the result. Ghana going forward, very, very exciting. Scored two goals against Portugal. Uh, scored three against South Korea. Very exciting going forward. I did say yesterday, I made a mistake yesterday on the show. I must correct myself. I did say that Mexico were the only team that hadn't scored in the World Cup. Uruguay. Yeah. are also the only side that haven't scored. So it's a big incentive for them. It's a great, for, if anyone's bet that prop of every team to score in the World Cup, they're hoping for a Uruguay goal today. 
I think that will be another great game. I expect goals. I expect bookings again. The World Cup comes alive now. It's, you know, the first games, the first set of games, people watched it, thought this competition is rubbish. There was so much negativity about it. Lots of nil That's what you get in tournament football. You always get nil-nils. You always get low scoring. You always get boring matches because nobody wants to lose. Now, they have to go out all attack. Now we're going to see an exciting one. And like any World Cup we've never ever had, we've never had a World Cup like this where so many teams room of a chance, not only of qualification, so many teams genuinely believe they can win it. Okay, so your initial reaction on Wednesday after the U.S. advanced was they're absolutely mm-hmm. live against Netherlands. They get them yeah. tomorrow morning, early here in the States, obviously. Uh, you've had a couple of days to think this, this one over. Do you have an official play, or do you want to add on what you were saying earlier in the week? Well, I, I don't, I'm not going to have a play on it. I do expect, this, I do expect both teams to score. Uh, if you, I think this could be a, a very good, again, I think the, the way that the Americans um, mix up here and the way they play down, that we've paced down the flanks and, and through the middle, I think they'll cause uh, Nilevran's big problems. They've got to stop uh, Kakpo, the the striker, PSV striker. But apart from him, I don't think the Nevelands have much else. I think okay. they've got Van Dijk, who's very good defensively, but I'm not really convinced about this side. I think if you are USA better, or you are somebody who wants to get with the USA, I think my advice would be get the bet down now. Because however much, yep. when they when they play that national anthem and uh, the US patriotic support comes for it, the line on the USA is going to go lower. So I think if you are Netherlands better, and, and I probably won't be many people there, but they may become a price that some people might think, you know, this is getting a bit silly now. You want to believe it to the last minute because we've seen it so many times in this country when England have been in quarterfinals and semifinals, the line massively comes for the English in an hour towards the build-up because the patriotic support happens all the time. So that would be my advice. If you want to bet America now, take the price. I think I give them a chance. I really do. I'm not just saying it because I'm speaking to you guys. I'm not just saying it because this is an American show, but I think plus a half... Get the draw on your side. I, I don't think you've got nothing to fear about this, this Netherlands side. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has anything to fear. I don't think the gap between the, the top and the bottom is as big as what some of these lines suggest. So I feel that the USA will, will, will more match them. I think they'll, they'll, they'll use their energy, their pace. If they were just a little bit more less rushed in goal-scoring positions, they, they, they play of high intensity, high level, and sometimes a little bit of composure is all they need from the difference of being a very, very good side, and they're young, and they're going to get better. So I think it's exciting times for the Americans, and I, and I, I don't fear, I don't, well, I would not fear Netherlands at all. I think uh, plus a half is definitely, definitely, definitely the way to go. Can you get uh, your thoughts on England and Senegal in in 60 seconds? Yeah, I think England should win. They've got enough quality to win. I think it all depends on the team that the manager picks. He's very negative in his approach in team management. I think if he goes with an exciting side with pace like Rashford and Phil Foden, I think England will be too strong. If he goes with a very negative uh, team like Raheem Sterling or Mason Mount, I think England will just grind out and win. The one thing about Senegal is they're a threat going forward and they play with with a, no fear and abandonment. You know, if, if they're 1-0 down, they will just throw five men at the ball. And I think England may not be able to handle that. But on the counter-attack, England have a huge amount of pace. I think England will get through. I think both teams will score. Uh, I would probably go for England to win 2-1 or 3-1. Uh, I, but I, then we run into a big problem. They play the French in the quarterfinals if the France, if the French get past um, Poland, which I think they will do. Yeah. Uh, on that game, France Poland, I think France will absolutely destroy them. I think <laughs> Poland are the worst team in the court tournament, and in Argentina, Australia, which is on Saturday as well, I think the Australians have just defended non-stop. 
for three matches and they're going to be leg weary. And the last person you want running that usually Lionel Messi when you're leg weary. Argentina win easy. All right, mate. All right. Best of luck this weekend with your bets and to your club. You're going to be there watching it live. Safe travels. We'll talk to you on Monday, okay? Thanks very much. Take care. Yeah. Great job. Professional sports better. Brad Powers on the show coming up next. We, we're going to make him relive the worst bet of his life coming up. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.